on today's show, Montreal hip-hop artist Millatime. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army. I'm your host, Jacob. Welcome back to another episode in the music series. All right, what an exciting show I have for you guys today. But before we get to that, of course, have to do my cheap pitch to everyone. Go check out the show on every podcast streaming platform. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Hit up that social media everywhere at the Sunday Night Army. Follow, like, subscribe, share, listen, anything you can do. There you go. Help the show, support the show. And if you guys haven't seen yet, Jacob, your man right here on the mic, just won an award. Go check that out on Instagram. Go check that out on Facebook page. It'll tell you why I'm still behind this microphone better than ever. Very motivated. I got an awesome interview right now. So let's get to it. So joining me right now, we're going to continue uh, the music series with a special guest out of Montreal, Quebec, hip-hop artist, Millatime. How are you, man? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you coming on the show and joining me tonight on the Sunday Night Army, man. I really appreciate it because I'm digging your music. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. And yeah, it's great. Well, I, when I first heard your tracks not too, too long ago, uh, earlier last week, I started doing my research. Man, there, there's some stuff that really, really gets to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, some uh, really specific art going there. And I think uh, everybody needs to hear some of this stuff. But before we get to the music, I want to know more about you. I want to know mm. how you get started and what led you to become an artist that you are today. All right. Well, I grew up in a very artistic household. Both my parents are professional. Um, they work in the theater and they've had, you know, 20, 30 year long theater careers in Toronto. Um, that's oh, nice. where I'm from. Uh, that's where I grew up. Um, and so I was exposed to the performing arts like all throughout, you know, my childhood. I would spend a lot of, you know, when I wasn't in school, I'd be with my mom in the prop shop or on the stage that she was mm -hmm. designing. Um, you know, I did a little bit of child acting, um, you know, I, yeah, it was almost like I, I was grooming myself to go into theater, but I never did because once music hit, it, it really hit and it took over. But um, I was exposed to a lot of music. Uh, my dad's uh, from stateside. So um, a lot of the music that he grew up to. Uh, so obviously you got soul classics, gospel, and, and that really influenced my sound and my um my uh way of thinking towards mm -hmm. music so yeah that's kind of how i started um <clears throat> you know that was the kind of environment that i grew up in and then i would say i've been writing poetry pretty much uh putting words together as soon as i could read really um but it wasn't until high school that i actually started rapping and, and understanding what that was you know ciphering with the homies mm -hmm. um but before that like i, I wrote poetry uh, but I didn't know like really what it was. I was just writing songs. Um, and then uh, in terms of the instruments, uh, picked up the drums when I was 11, but I didn't have any friends to play with. So I didn't keep the drum drums for very long. And then um, I picked up the bass at 15 and yeah, the bass I, I fell in love with. Um, and I still, you know, still playing strong. And 
then yeah, that's kind of like really how I started music. That was my journey. Um, and, you know, since then I've, I've moved to Montreal, you know, to study music, study, uh, you know, jazz music at a um, college and university, mm -hmm. played on cruise ships as a musician nice. and throughout all that time, you know, kept rapping. Um, and, and it's pretty funny because a lot of folks who I play with on gigs, they'd be like, oh man, like you sound good on bass. And then they'd hear me rap in, in another context. And they're like, I didn't know you could rap. And then <laughs> it was vice versa. Like a lot of people hear me rap. Uh, through things like Cypher and and uh, Montreal Jazz Fest. Mm -hmm. And then they hear me play bass and they're like, I didn't know you played bass. So <laughs> th for for quite a few years now, people, I've been playing both sides and people have been like, oh shit, you know, uh, yeah. you do this, you do that. But in middle of time, they're able to hear me do everything. So yeah, nice. that's how it comes together. That's yeah. awesome. I dig, I dig all that. Now I've listened to the music now uh, for a straight week. Uh, trying to absorb it, and I, I can take—I can definitely pick out your influences in there because I've been around for ages. But uh, for my audience, I want you to break it down because um, what are your influences in your in your sound uh, overall? Because there's there's a lot of things there. Uh, what influences you the most? Oof, that's that's hard to say because I'm always studying different things, whether it's on my instrument or studying things um, now as a producer or studying things as a songwriter. Right. Um, so it's hard to say, but, you know, for instance, my sound in high school to my first few years of Montreal is definitely different to where I am now. So mm -hmm. uh, for many years, like I was, my favorite MCs are uh, obviously Black Thought, Most Def, Big Pun, Big L. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, Q-Tip. So I was definitely a, you know, East Coast kind of guy. I love West Coast, you know, Hieroglyphics, uh, right. Del Funko Homo Sapien, mm -hmm. Ice Cube, all that. Um, but yeah, I was definitely like an East Coast cat um, in terms of what I listened to. Uh, love Neo Soul, Erica Badu, Soul Aquarians, all that, The Roots, um, the, you know, Robert Glasper now, you know, more in early years of Montreal. Um, so definitely when it came to kind of that, that fusion of jazz and neo-soul and hip-hop, mm -hmm. um, I was, I was all about that because it spoke to my soul. And, and that's something that I try to keep with my music. If you can replicate the feeling that you get and the goosebumps that you get from hearing music and, mm -hmm. and, and give that to somebody else, then that means you've done your job as an artist musician. No, that, that, um, that is, that is very true. And to break down exactly what Bill time just told you into uh, basic speak, because he just hit us with some hard stuff. He just told you mm. uh, the entire style of descriptive storytelling, hip hop. Okay, let me just mm. I, I just simplify that for everybody because I'm I'm sure part of the audience did not understand anybody you just mentioned, and I'm and I grew <laughs> up on all those guys. So, like that is something you need to research if you want to know the roots, some storytelling. Exactly. You want to talk about the script of hip hop? You just made a nice little list for everybody to go and Google and go on YouTube and mm -hmm. go find out what we were just saying right there. That, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, now let's piggyback on that because um, you're a hip hop artist. You write, yeah where does that come come from like daily experiences um things you see where does that come from well i think in my newer stuff when i was writing it mm -hmm. i i wanted to take the next step as as a writer for this album meaning that i wanted to 
really improve upon everything from my first EP. Um, my first EP was was a good opening statement, but all the things that I felt I in areas I felt I was weak at, I wanted to like, you know, turn up a notch, like a few mm -hmm. notches. So um, in terms of writing in, in this album that's coming out, like I wanted to, I really wanted to um, push the boundary of what I could do with the descriptive storytelling, with the, with the writing. Um, and my dad's a writer too. Um, my dad's a playwright. Um, he's one of the most produced black um, Canadian playwrights um, in, in, in the country. And so he, I had like a lot to live up to. And I was on the phone with him today and um, <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't give it to me easy. You know, he'd let me know what the real deal was, you know, when I wasn't coming correct. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in my performances, in music in general, you know, because he's used to a sort of excellence and he expects that, you know, from me early on. So mm -hmm. I try to maintain that in my writing and um, uh, the best, most classic hip hop songs, the most memorable ones are always the like the storytelling ones. I got 100%. a story to tell by, by Biggie, all of Illmatic. Um, mm -hmm. Those are the ones, you know, Slick Rick, like all, those are those are the. Um, the hip hop songs that live on like Kendrick's like, is, you know, he has the torch now. And yes, yes those are, those are the, the, the parts about hip hop that are essential. And so sometimes you got cats who are, are focused on just bars or just flow, but as like a songwriter, like telling those narratives and those descriptive stories, um, those, those have a really important place in, in hip hop, in, in the genre. And um, it, not everyone understands that they just think it's you know well he's rapping but no right. we're storytelling exactly you know and and we're it's it's uh yeah sometimes it's more fable than fact but it's still entertaining and it's mm -hmm. real 100 percent. now let's let's talk about the album before we get into the music part i want to talk about everything has its time it's coming up uh not too long from now tell me about it uh what'd you come up with the idea for it how many tracks should we look forward to without spoilers because we're, we're going to be playing some in a minute tell me uh, right. a little bit about it yeah um so uh this is the debut album uh, the follow-up um, to my debut EP, uh, Eternally the Student. Mm -hmm. And everything has its time. I feel like each title, whether it's my debut EP or now my, my debut album, each of the titles really reflect something about me. Um, so with Eternally the Student, that in itself is like, I'm dedicated um, to learning always. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a saying by Albert Einstein, once you, start, once you stop learning, you start dying. And... That's something I try to hold on to always be that kid and always be learning with everything has its time. Um, the title I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer. And so, you know, as, as a Christian, sometimes, um, you know, we read scripture and um, the book of Ecclesiastes is a uh, one that I really like. And um, so it, it, in the early chapters of the book, um, there's like a few lines and I'm going to be paraphrasing. So you know, I'll go for it. people don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> but basically, you know, saying that there's a time for everything, a time to mourn, a time to cry, a time to rejoice, a time to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, I really kind of try to embody that. And, and things in life um, sometimes don't happen when we're not ready. If, if God can't trust you with a little, he can't trust you with a lot. And so... I'm the type of person to always be my whole life be chasing after things because they don't come quick enough to me, you know? Um, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go get it my damn self. 
And so I really feel like sometimes when we chase things, we don't get them because not about like how good we are, how bad we are, but because we're not ready. And so this album is a statement like I'm ready. Everything has its time, you know. That's what you know. I'm I'm saying, and yeah. uh, there's 11 tracks on it, nice. and um, I'm working with the Toronto hip hop label Urbnet, and um, it's going to be on all. Yeah, shout outs to them um, and the whole team, and it's going to be out April 2nd. Wow, definitely looking for that's a perfect tease. Uh, we're going to look forward to that. So let's talk about the tracks because I want to uh, play a track right now that is that's got some funky vibes in it. It slaps. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's got, it's got, a, and it hooks you in. It's called Three Dimensions. I want to tell, let's, tell me more about that track. Let, okay. Three Dimensions is an interesting story because that is one of the only songs on the album that musically I did not write from start to finish. Every other song that you hear, um, I composed the harmony, melody, the lyrics, and pretty much produced most of it. So this is the only song where, Look, for the longest time, I was trying to, I was trying to make a beat that would fit it. I was trying to, mm-hmm. you know, write some harmony that would go well over top, and just nothing was sticking. And I had such a hard time. But um, when the producer, uh, shout out to Chris Vincent, who produced, uh, co-produced the record and and mixed it and engineered it, he is, uh, he plays with the band Busty and the Bass. Uh, they're killing it. Mm-hmm. Great group. You guys should check nice. them out. But um, with with him. It's like the the song, I mean, in terms of melody, the melody was written, the lyrics were written. I already knew what the song was about, but I couldn't get like the beat, you know, mm-hmm. what I wanted it to. And that's where he really came in and kind of um, helped. He started off, you know, playing some chords, you know, uh, setting the foundation for the harmony. You know, I played bass over top. We got our homie Felix Blackburn on guitar to come in and, and track some guitar. And then it kind of, he, he, he he lit the spark, you know, and, and after that, it, it was history and such a, a great song. And it's funny because when I was talking to my dad about the album, he's like, son, you need a, a joint that folks can dance on. You, you mm-hmm. need a dance joint. And I was like, you know what, dad, you're right. I, I That's what's missing from the album. I, I need, you know, something that people can two-step to. Um, not in the club, but, you know, at home <laughs> yeah. right now. And so that's how the song came about. No, it's it's cool. But again, you're right. Uh, producers make a huge difference to music. I love my producer, but and it's it, sometimes you just need that little bit extra help and spark, and it just makes a it makes a difference. hundred uh, percent. Don't yeah. do it on your own, guys. Grab a producer, and it, and yeah, it goes no. a long way to pour. Get a little bit of that support. Get a little push. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, I, I think that m- most rappers, singers, you know, it, it's a big thing that we're typically known as, you know, oh, well, you don't know how to play instruments or we're kind of helpless sometimes because we haven't took the time to really educate ourselves like in music. And that's something that even when I was doing, you know, drop in Mm -hmm. youth hip hop programs in in Toronto when I was like 16, 17, I would roll up to these sessions with my theory book, my Barbara Worms, like theory rudiments, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, you know, I'd be writing my verses, you know, on the side. And then I had my book, that I bring and do like my theory homework in, you know, and took extra classes in theory at the Royal Conservatory of Music because like, I knew that it, music is music. There's harmony, melody, and rhythm. Right. That's what consists of music. And mm-hmm. so if you are just rapping or just singing, 
you're taking only a slice of the pie and you know, I want the whole pie. I want to understand how it's Mm -hmm. working. Um, So that's, that, that's been me. And that's something I I really preach to a lot of cat young guys coming up is, is know how to play an instrument, know how to Mm -hmm. produce, know the sound you want. So not only are you going to save yourself some money uh, on, you know, your producer and engineer fees, if you know how to do it, but also the royalty fees, half, you know, half goes to your producer if he's Mm -hmm. doing all the beat for you. So power to you, you Mm -hmm. know, know how to do it yourself, because that way you're also not relying on anyone and you can actually get the sound you really want because you know how to, you know, what chords to play, you know, what notes in the melody do don't work or don't work. So like, like educate yourself, y'all. Exactly. It's like any job. You're not going to do a, a job and know just uh, the basics about it. You know what I mean? If you want to really experience it, you should know the history and you should know exactly. how to approach it properly. So that, that's my exactly. big thing. That's my big thing. So right now, let's do this right now. Right now, mm. right here on the Sunday Night Army, let's play Three Dimensions, Miller Time, right now. I put my best foot forward when I hit the pavement. Sidewalk, jive tie, hit the conversation. Traffic lights in my rear view, head out gazing. Summer breeze and the trees feeling so amazing. The neighborhood's got a certain flavor. Baby, open your senses up so you can savor. A taste as exquisite, make half the world wanna visit. I left to see me hunt when they get it. The people live to a different type of beat. I'm talking little kids, I'm running down the street, so take a seat. As we roll through the city, east, west, north, south, everybody getting busy. Traffic lights and skyscrapers can make you feel dizzy. Don't lose your balance, there's eight million stories already. And in the jungles where it all goes down, from sun up to sundown, you can't be rolling in this part of town.
go that was three dimensions miller time still here uh talking on the sunday night army man love that track really like i said it's got some funky vibes in it uh but i want to talk about uh the scene and because you're in montreal right now uh, mm-hmm. how's the hip-hop scene in montreal because i know not i know the toronto scene hip-hop scene a little bit i pay attention to that locally there, there's a scene too here where i am i want to know about the montreal scene what's it like um well after being here for the last 10 years i've gotten to i know both the toronto scene and the montreal scene quite well um and, and i make sure that i stay connected in both of the scenes mm-hmm. um because it's important and the reality is if you are an anglophone i didn't even understand what an anglophone was until i moved to <laughs> montreal and i'm like oh oh because i speak english that's what it is yeah but um in if you are an anglophone artist meaning that you do music in english you i really tell a lot of you know anglophone artists who are from montreal to make that trip to toronto if you can or make it to halifax which is you know close not that close but you know the next city do yourself a favor and and go there and get connected in that scene meet people because it's it's hard out here um, as an Anglophone artist in terms of representation, mm-hmm. in terms of media support, in terms of getting on the radio, because this is a predominantly French-speaking province. And that is the system and the confines of working in it. So it, it can get frustrating at times. So I, I tell a lot of guys that like, yo, why don't you just like, not saying it's easier in Toronto or Halifax, but go there, like meet people because it's super important so that you understand, you have to understand your environment and what you're doing right. with. And so basically my analysis is that Montreal is the best city in Canada for live music, 100%. Nice. Um, we, there's, and, and it has to do with the culture here. Um, mm-hmm. Folks appreciate live music and they go out and support it. There are the best from what I've seen, the best music nights um, in all of Canada. And I happen to be part of one of them called The Cypher, Le Cypher. Um, and that is a jam session uh, started by uh, Vincent Stephen Ong, shout outs to Vincent. Um, and it's a jam session, a hip hop and neo soul jam session. That we, you know, He founded five years ago and we started five years ago. Um, and the thing is like all these genres of music that we love, um, Musicians had places where they could congregate and make music. Sometimes it was a dingy place. Sometimes it was a hole in the wall bar, but these spaces are essential and integral to culture, to, to music. And that doesn't exist in Toronto. Like, not, like people don't, be, people from Toronto don't even want to admit it, but it's true. Um, and that's part of the reason why I, I still live in Montreal is because I'm a live music guy, whether Mm -hmm. I'm playing at church, whether I'm playing a bar gig on Friday, whether I'm playing Cypher on Thursdays, like live music performing is what I live and breathe. And so um, if you want that and you understand the importance of that, um, you like Montreal is a city for that, like hands down. And there's such a 
diversity of musics and genres that you will find in the city that it's it's crazy like i've been playing on pop gigs there's a lot of like you know um folks from senegal um mm -hmm. in montreal i played on like with some senegalese cats nice. um you know there's there's such a like it's like a cosmopolitan mm -hmm. um for different styles of music um it's it's crazy but if you are doing english music it it, it, it it'll be a little harder for you you know straight up um yeah. but it, it's weird though because it it's like half the english i mean or half the artists in montreal whether you're francophone or anglophone half more than half the french artists sing in english <laughs> or you know which which i find really weird and rap keb like you know so many of their words and their and their slang is like they'll say it in english mm -hmm. but so it's like to me i'm i'm like that doesn't make any sense but it's politics it's politics right. yeah. you know it's not supposed to make sense well, I get um it. Yeah. so that's kind of like the way you, you just got to know the landscape and be mm -hmm. honest with yourself about uh you know what the environment is and that's why i try to keep my business half in toronto half mm -hmm. in montreal because um for for gigs festivals and just making income as as a as a musician mm -hmm. uh, it's it's Quebec has so many festivals um, and it's great. So if you want to make money doing live music, it's great. They have way more festivals in this province alone than, than the rest of Canada awesome. uh, because there's that appreciation for live music. So you're keeping all the doors open on, on both sides. And that's 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 the main thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't want to close any doors. Keep them open. Keep your options mm -hmm. open, but be smart about where you are and, and um, try to maneuver, try to navigate. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the next track because uh, your new track, that's uh, your, your final track before the album comes out. is yes, called Lo Lost Boys. Now, there's a message in this track. So tell me about the track uh, before we play it here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this track was inspired uh, definitely by, you know, the, the title of the song, Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. Lost Boys are the uh, compadres of Peter Pan. They're his homies. They're his, his boys. Mm -hmm. Um and so that story of, P of the Lost Boys is one, in my mind, is one of not, not growing up, right? You know, right. That's, that's the whole thing. And Neverland, they're forever young, they're children. But I wanted to kind of question that and be like, is that actually a good thing? You know, um, when we try to live in a state of innocence, when we're way past that, what mm -hmm. does that look like? And so, you know, uh, we all know some people uh some some men or women mm -hmm. that still act like they you know they're in their teens you yes. know and live in that place of not wanting to really grow up and so mm -hmm. i try to basically what would that look like what would that sound like what would you see you know i try to answer those questions in the song you know and that's pretty much what you're hearing and i'm trying to say that's not really a place you want to be in, you know, mm -hmm. um, to be in that repetitive cycle, uh, which is often glamorized and pushed down our throats, you know, mm -hmm. that this is what you want to do. This is cool. Right. But I mean, it's cool for a few years. We've all been there. Look, you know, like 18 to 20. Yeah, of course. You know, I was, <laughs> I was doing that just like everybody else, but there comes a certain point where you got to, that you don't want to be there forever you're going to miss out on more opportunities than mm -hmm. not when and on the flip side um with the second verse it's talking about pain it's talking about 
those who, you know, everyone hurts everyone. You know, we mm-hmm. all have our battle scars and things that ways that people have fucked us over. But yep. if you don't, if you can't grow from that place, if you can't heal um, and forgive, then that's also a place that you don't want to operate from. And that can be, you, you, you're setting yourself up for failure with that mentality. Mm-hmm. And this track hits hard. So let's play it right here on the Sunday Army. Here's Miller Time with Lost Boys. Yeah. Why be an adult? That's for kids. The opposite of what a rapper is. No damn time for your confines. Or anything that you heard about online. I'ma stay with late way past my curfew. I guess I never grew up and I never learned. So be responsible. Be methodical. Be something that I never thought could be possible. Ain't no stopper because I'm on the road. Stoned in my throne with a pot of gold. Living like a child that never gets old. Hard hitting, yeah, I said it because we can't be told. What to do or when to do it. Been a hell and back up, but my mama threw it. Sorry for acting this way. How many times did you pray? That I snap out of it, quit, maybe get a job, but I never did that. Cause it was too hard, talk issue and play cards. Don't checks and take offs, exacts and papers. This life is made up, kinda like a fairy tale. Except that the end it don't end, but well, it could end in a cell. It could end with a friend at the bottom of the well where the lost boys dwell. We all trying to emulate Peter Pan. Returning innocence to still be the man. Kill the pirates, get the girl, feed the fam. Flying on the ferry that's we never land. Look in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's a couple lost boys with too much cocaine. Riding high to forget the lows. Known to the world, it's a life we chose. Me and all of our lost boys, chilling in the jungle. Me and all of our lost boys, do you want to rumble? Me and all of our lost boys, chilling in the jungle. Me and all of my, me and all of my, me and all of my lost boys. Single morning when she rises, takes a young waist across from her eyelids. Checks all the likes, tenant in a gram, swiping life, swiping right, so she's in demand. Loves a rush, and the yellow Chanel handbag, tracksuit, juice of couture. She a bad bitch, but she knows it. And if she breaks a few hearts, it's a bonus. She ferocious, in a feminine way for her sex is a game, and she came to play with hearts and minds for dollar signs. Right or wrong, through the lines, fortified from the outside. Let nobody in, cause it can't begin to comprehend. And how these men didn't give it. Got that the culprits started at an early adolescence. Pops walked out, couldn't feel his presence That was one of many traumatizing lessons Felt like she was cursed by the heavens Had her first love at 16 After a few months he was convincing For her to let the pimp her out She didn't know about real love She never had a doubt He was in the wrong cause her love was strong So the cycle of abuse carried on With black eyes and a swollen lip She finally decided to take a trip On a vacay base day Cause everything around was crashing like May Day Took the pain, turned it into a tool Made a vow to herself, never be a fool Me and all of my last boys Chilling in the jungle Me and all of my last boys Do you wanna rumble? Me and all of my last boys Chilling in the jungle Me and all of my, me and all of my, me and all of my last boys Me and all of my last boys Chilling in the jungle Me and all of my last boys Do you wanna rumble? Me and all of my last boys Chilling in the jungle
Little time with Lost Boys, man. I love that track. I love the way it switches up at uh, a certain point there. That's I think it's at the three minute mark. Love it, love it. Thank love that you. track. Yeah, no, big, big fan, big fan. It, it sounds really good. So, you guys hope you enjoyed that. Of course, you'll be able to find it on uh, the playlist. We're gonna get it out there, share all the links. Now, we heard some tracks from your newest album, we and but. Doing all my research, and you know I do my research. So we talked about this before the show. Uh, I want to talk about one track because I I enjoy mm. the new music, but there's one track from from a few years ago that stuck in <laughs> stuck in my head. And you know you listen to music just just randomly because you're trying to get, catch uh, someone's vibe and just listening to stuff. But you always come back after a few days like that one track. You're like, yes, there's something in that that just hooks you, and you know it's a good song that way. Mm. Not to say they are, they aren't one, the other ones aren't good, but there's <laughs> something in that one track that just like sparks in your head. And it's, it's, it's from about three years ago. It's got a really good hook, like really good hook. And, and, and the piano, which I can never let go. I love the piano. It's Heaven Looks Like. Ah, ah yes. Heaven mm-hmm. Looks Like. Yep. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Shout out uh, to that older track. because that, That's some yeah. good stuff there, too. Yeah, and, and you know what? That that's actually uh, from October. You know, that it, it's um, mm-hmm. it's not that old, but it. I mean, six months in music is is. Oh, is it's old. it's ancient, ancient nowadays. COVID yeah, times. no, yeah, it's ancient. <laughs> um, but yeah, that song. Um, it's weird because like that song. I mean, look, I I started. You know, it's been almost four years. Mm-hmm. Like in between releases, that's a long time, and yes. um, I learned a lot. Um, in between that and when I decided to make that the first single I was going with something like feel good you know Mm -hmm. something upbeat and it not I guess just with the publicity it got and Mm -hmm. you know uh, it didn't get as much traction I would I would have wanted it to uh, because that to me is like um, such a feel good track you want to just sing along to it you want to vibe to it you want to cook dinner to it um so that one was kind of like okay well it didn't hit that hard i get it it was my <laughs> first track out but yeah that that song i i really love because it it speaks about the things that we those common threads that tie us together and that's you know eating food with your family is such a universal part of every culture that i just wanted to talk about it mm-hmm. no 100 percent, and it's Again, we're we're talking about your newest album that's coming out, and it's fantastic. But for this song, we're not gonna play it on the show. You guys are gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go hit that those, uh, those links. You have to go find it. And you're gonna have to go listen to it because if I said it's good, it's good. <laughs> go, go listen to it because it's on. It was on repeat yesterday. My only Sick. non-podcasting or music day, and it was on repeat. So love that track. So check Thank that you. out. Man, middle time. I want to know 
your socials, where can the Sunday Night Army find you online? All right. So you can find me on um, all social platforms. I'm currently working on my TikTok account, so uh, I'm a little late to the party, but um, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, you know, at Millatime and um, on IG, mm -hmm. uh, Mila underscore time underscore official. Nice. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Spotify. Um, if you like what you're hearing, follow me on Spotify too. Uh, Apple Music, um, any streaming service, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And of course, the Sunday Night Army has a playlist and it's going to be on there. You're going to be able to hear Three Dimensions and Lost Boys, all those tracks on the playlist. It'll be on the playlist today when the show comes out. You guys can enjoy that. And of course, you don't want to type all that out. You're already following the show. We're going to be tagging Miller Time in all the posts. So just look in uh, those links and it's right there. Nice and easy for everybody. Go follow, support, and like, and listen. That's number one thing. Get the message. That's all about. Man, Miller Time, I appreciate you coming on the Sunday Night Army today and talking about your music. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>